I'm Chad Rutherman's. And I'm Andy Kinnick. And welcome to No Clip Pocket. What are you buying? Today, we're going to be talking about the Resident Evil 4 remake. A game that was developed by Capcom, published by Capcom, and was released in 2023 on the PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox Series S, X, and Windows. But first, if you give us a like or a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, also... Happy Spooktember in July. It's Spooktember in July, baby. <laughs> the fireworks acknowledge that. You probably know when we're actually recording this. <laughs> yeah, so Resident Evil 4 The Remake uh, is a game that was made and everyone rejoiced and was happy. <laughs> Uh, at least that's my interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the, the Resident Evil games have been being remade. Uh, the, obviously one got remade a long time ago. And a lot of people said like, this is essentially the definitive remake of a video game when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the version that we played when we talked about Resident Evil all those years ago. Mm-hmm. And even at that time, the remake was pretty old. Um, but then they released, uh, the remake of Resident Evil 2, and since then I've been putting out these remakes much more frequently, uh, with 2 and then 3 and then finally 4, um, and it was interesting to see that happen, because when 2 came out, people were, like, pleasantly surprised and got into it, and the remake was good, uh, hooray, all was well. Uh-huh. Uh, then the next one came out, and nobody was like, oh, I can't believe they also remade 3. They just sort of took it as an inevitability. Also, like, didn't it come out, like, like six months after the remake of 2? Like, it felt like it came out out of nowhere. Yeah, it was, I think it was a year, maybe less. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I do know that that one was not received nearly as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not played the remake of 3, though I have heard bad things about <laughs> it. Um, but then for the, the talk of, do they remake Resident Evil 4 came up. Uh, and it was legitimately debated for a while. It's like, does Resident Evil 4 need to be remade? Answer that question is no. Uh, will they remake it anyway? Answer turned out to be yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was a lot of... I, I famously said that I hoped that the Resident Evil 4 remake was either extremely good or extremely bad. And the worst thing that it could be was like right in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, because then it wouldn't be notable. Yeah. Now, yeah, I thought it was interesting, too, because it's somebody that didn't... Like, it made sense to remake the older games, like mm-hmm. the first three, because they were PlayStation 1 games. Uh, yeah, but when it comes to 4, like, as somebody who didn't play it till like, 2015 or whenever that was... <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it held up, like, very well. So, like, yeah, it really didn't need to be remade, and it's been remastered and ported to everything, so it's accessible... But, I mean, yeah, like, it was obviously going to sell and make a bunch of money, so they were obviously going to do it. Uh, but I wondered if they were going to, like, try and change it a lot. Right. Because, like, they took a lot of, like, liberties from what I'm aware of. I've never played 2 and 3, but, like, with updating, like, 2, right. it's, like, very different from what I understand. So I wondered if they were going to, like, try and, like, do a bunch of new stuff with 4 to, like, kind of justify its existence but they mostly just kept it the same well i mean we'll get into it yeah but uh it's it's more of like a visual update and like a modern repackaging yeah is how i would describe it it's interesting because of what you bring up right like resident evils one through 
uh, three, and you could argue that one now needs a further update to catch up with the rest of them. We'll see if they do that or if they do something wild like remaking Zero or uh, Code Veronica. Mm -hmm. But to me, those make sense, right? Like, modern uh, people are not used to playing with tank controls. The survival horror style is very different now than it was in the 90s when those games originally came out. And so, to see Resident Evil 4, which, as you mentioned, is very accessible, it's something that I didn't really think about with Resident Evil 2, the game isn't super easy to get your hands on and actually play. So it's, it, there's like a, if you want to play Resident Evil 2, now you have an option that you can literally just like go click download and play the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that that is pretty neat. With Resident Evil 4, like you said, it is fucking everywhere. They updated the textures before. There was an HD remake mm-hmm. um, that came out a few years ago. But now, with the actual remake, they did do a lot to try and differentiate it from just an HD update. Uh, and I guess it really depends on your perspective as to how much they changed. Mm. Because, like, to me, the Resident Evil 4 remake is a fully different game than the original. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I imagine that people who are less familiar with it get those echoes and they ring exactly the same as they did in the original. Yeah, yeah. I can offer up this perspective as someone who'd only played it one time several years ago. Right. Uh, there were some things that stood out, like... Um, there were a couple of counters, like, in the castle that I pegged as different right away. Um, and, like, a couple of other instances where I was like, oh, this is new, like, for sure. Right. But other than that, and I was like, oh, I remember there was, like, a part where I ran away from a big boulder <laughs> or something, you know? <laughs> and, like, they updated all, like, the the minecart part. I think that was, like, all quick time events in the original. Like, there's stuff that's obvious. Mm-hmm. But... For the most part, it seemed like almost exactly the same to my memory of it. And I'm sure there's, like, a lot of stuff that's different. Like, I thought I remember there was, like, this one section that I don't remember what part of the game it was. It's probably under the castle. Mm -hmm. Where, like, you had to, like, ride, like, some kind of thing across, like, a chasm. And there was, like, some kind of, like, really tough enemy there is that there's could, a like, part ma- where you write a gondola yeah. with Ashley in the village. No, okay, that's not what I'm thinking of. But, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because uh, I'm not gonna think of what it is in more detail. <laughs> that team I thought was missing, but like, yeah, there's a couple things that stood out for for the most part. Yeah, like it hit that sweet spot for me. I think of a remake of feeling just like the original. Yeah, and, and that is gonna be basically the difference. You will probably have a vastly different experience with this game depending on whether or not you are someone who has played the old game once or potentially somebody who's never played the old game or somebody like me who's played the old game religiously. Like, mm-hmm. I've been through the game 15 or more times at this point. So, yeah, the the thing to me that's most interesting is that they took a an approach where everything in the game got tweaked a little bit. There are very few things that are, like, pixel for pixel, polygon for polygon, Mm -hmm. the same as they were in the original. Which means that they went over everything with an absolute fine-toothed comb to try and bring it as much together into this new package as possible. But yeah, a lot of the encounters feel very similar. Uh, And they did away with certain things, and they brought some new things in. I I mentioned this before uh, 
off podcast, but like if you if I made a chart of if they so you gave me everything that was in Resident Evil Four and asked me to sort it into columns as to what I think they would keep and what I think they would get rid of if they were remaking it in twenty twenty three, I would just have been wrong on all accounts. <laughs> like they brought the fucking minecart back, which was so shocking to me, and then fleshed it out into like a whole thing. Yeah. That was actually fun to play. Yeah, whereas the original minecart section sucks ass. Yeah, like, there's parts in like weird comparison, but like Donkey Kong sixty four mm. where you ride in a minecart and you have to do like similar things, like switch the tracks and like you have deal with enemies coming up on your left and right on other tracks and stuff. Yeah, and those feel like garbage to play. And like this was actually <laughs> fun. Yeah, it's it's a difficult line to. Uh, to walk and both Donkey Kong 64 <laughs> and Resident Evil 4, the original game, uh, failed to walk it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Whereas this really does nail it, I think. Yeah. Um, there's there's a I, lot of hidden yeah. comedy in it as yeah. well. Yeah, but I derailed you uh, from what you were saying. Nice. About things they changed and didn't change. Well, not, not even really, because it, it is just like. My grand point is that a lot of stuff is different, mm-hmm. but it echoes enough that it's almost difficult to peg. Yeah, it's like some of the stuff that was silly in the original, they've brought back. Instead of getting rid of it, they brought it back, but kind of like tweaked it to make it less silly. Yeah. Or like fit the game better. Well, the biggest catastrophe there is that they got rid of the giant walking uh, Salazar statue. Yeah, but it is in there. Yeah, like, it is it, there. It does like spew fire at you and stuff. <laughs> But they may, they did not make it as goofy as it was in the original. Yeah. Uh, it, it's one of those things where this game, and I think this may as well be a good as a point as any to really start on, um, how much of the uh, of my love of <laughs> Resident Evil, or I guess we'll like split this into something more general, uh-huh. how, how much of the appeal of Resident Evil 4 2004 uh-huh. is the campiness? To me, I think just or to, in I would general? say generally, but start with to you. Um, that's kind of tough. Like I enjoy it, but I don't know if I'd say it was the appeal. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's hair splitting or not. Um, but yeah, I think I en- I enjoy that it's there. It's like a good tone to take to make it feel kind of like an adventure film a little bit. Like an like you got your campy action hero. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to go with a more action game and a less survival horror e game. Uh, so I like the decision, but I'm going to say I don't think it's the appeal. Okay. Because it, it, there's a lot of things that I'm going to say when we talk about the game, the remake of the game, that is like, I think that this was a much needed update. Or I think that their addition of this gives you a lot more options and makes you it makes you feel like you have more agency in combat. Uh, and it's gonna sound like I like this game better than the original game, mm. but within my head, that is not true, or rather, pretend, potentially in my heart, that is not true. <laughs> okay, somewhere in my uh, lymphatic system is the belief that I like the original game more. Uh-huh. Than in this. your heart of hearts, my heart of hearts is is, is still deeply in love with Resident Evil for the original game, mm-hmm. and I. I I think I mostly agree with you. I don't think that the camp is 
specifically the thing that makes me love the game. Because, like, that's why Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite games, and Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon <laughs> is, like, a fun game I played. Like, I don't consider it to be one of the greats, because that isn't the only selling point. Yeah. So I agree with, with what you said. I don't think it is the appeal. And I think that Capcom toning it down significantly in the remake is something that, to me, feels like something lost, but mm. I also see what they're going for. Yeah, it makes it play better to a modern audience. Probably, yeah. Like, if you had a game that looked like this, but had the exact same tone as the original... The same dialogue Yeah, I think shit. it would feel weird. Yeah, probably. It's... It, yeah, because the, the camp almost sort of, like, gets around some of the technological limitations. Because, mm -hmm. like... The Salazar robot probably was not exactly what they wanted it to be. Yeah, like, I don't think, like, games used to be more cartoony, per se. But, like, they definitely, like, took themselves less... Or they were expected to take themselves less seriously. So that sort of thing, like, flew better yeah. back then. You could have a big Salazar robot chase you. <laughs> and it was fine. Yeah. And, and if I can... Nine-year-old, ten-year-old, thirteen-year-old me didn't even bat an eye at it. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Yep, running away from the big robot now. What's <laughs> next, boss?" Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's but to me, like that's one of the core differences. Yeah, between the two games because they play similarly, not the same but similar, mm -hmm. and they have a lot of the same sort of like vibe. We established the tone was different, but the vibe is similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, you still have Leon has his one-liners and stuff. But yeah, it, once again, as somebody who played the original once, like, until... I, I, like, you were watching me play a section of it, and you were commenting on some dumb line that Leon says. Yeah. And then it made me remember the, a senior moment, perhaps, yeah. quote. And then I was like, oh, yeah, like... His lines in the original game were much dumber. Yeah. But, like, I just hadn't thought about it, because I think the remake does a good job of, like, updating it. Like I said, like, I think they do a really good job of, like, taking the same, as you said, like, vibe of the original and, like, updating it for a modern audience. Yeah. And notably, that line, uh, a senior moment, perhaps, uh, <laughs> is followed immediately, or is follows immediately, he says... Uh, he says, oh, what, can't remember its name? A senior moment, perhaps? Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't have even had the ability to say that line in this game because they cut it, mm -hmm. the, ti the titular it, whatever, I don't know, the whatever he was referring to, out of the game. That boss fight no longer exists, uh, which is weird. Uh, it's a weird thing that they cut that boss fight from the game, but also... I don't miss it because mm -hmm. that was the boss fight where you just drop shipping containers and it was pretty <laughs> stupid. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's interesting to sort of like go over it because, like, did you even realize no. that that boss was cut? No. Because it's like the worst boss in the game. So it makes sense for yeah, you to like, cut it. For me, I remember the first chunk of the game really well of the original. Yeah. And it just, like, it's like a gradient. Like, I remember less and less the further you go in. <laughs> Until you get to uh, the reanimators. Right. They, which live in your head because they're a great design. Yes. Uh, but agreed, for the most part. I think the game, as we talked about on our original episode, Ho Ho That Wacky Zombie, mm -hmm. uh, if you want to go back and listen, uh, the game starts incredibly strong and does go downhill. 
yeah. I mean, I feel like I mean I don't remember the original the, game. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. the original game super well, as I just said. Uh, <laughs> my knowledge gets less and less as it goes on, but uh, it almost kind of feels like it's ideas for three separate games stitched together. Yeah. Which kind of reflects its development, where yeah, it like, cause, like, sort got, of was three games that got continually yeah, like, distinct. Each third, each act of the game feels very distinct from the others. Right. You got, like, the village, the castle, and then, like, the weird facility. <laughs> yeah, the island yeah. is what it's generally referred to as. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of a weird uh, thing. The three-act structure, very literal in that game. Yeah. Uh, I, before we get too far away from it, though, like, the tone thing, I think, is interesting, the way it, affle- like, affects the characters. Because, mm-hmm. like, in the original game, like, Leon seems so lame <laughs> as a person. And yeah. in this one, he actually seems like a cool guy. Right. They had to recover his uh, reputation a bit. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't necessarily... I don't feel super strongly about it, Uh I would say. Uh, They did recognizably make him less stupid in this game. Like, he... The fact that... And it opens with this. I actually made a comment when I played the demo. The Chainsaw demo of Resident Mm -hmm. Evil 4 Remake. Um, When you get to the first house of the game... Uh, in the original game, he shows up and is just like, hey, it's the police. <laughs> and the guy's like speaking in Spanish and he's like, have you seen this person? And like, <laughs> it comes off as so like very blatantly tone deaf on Leon's part that he just like doesn't acknowledge the fact that this guy in Spain might not <laughs> speak English at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in this game, he goes in and actually speak spanish to the guy yeah uh and (laughs) like maybe he would have had some training before coming here yeah it it like belies this like complete disregard for that whole part of the 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 world that this game was made in and it's funny to me that like now it actually it comes in leon seems more capable he seems like an action guy now yeah and not an action movie star yeah in the original he comes off as a bit of a himbo and like Kind of like a just a dork. Yeah. Uh, and in this one, I don't know if it's like a reinterpretation of the character. I assume that's what it is. Or if it's maybe what they wanted to do at the time, but f- like did it really poorly. Yeah. But like, he comes off as more like, yeah, like an actual capable special unit, whatever he is. Yeah. Guy. But that has like a personality. You know, like, he has little, like, quips and things. Right. And notably, the voice acting is just better in this game than it was in the previous one. Which I think, honestly, a lot of the camp could also be chalked up to as, like, how do we make the best use of not having a huge budget for, like, voice actors? Not that they're bad, necessarily, in the first game. No. But, like, we've come a long way in terms of, like, how we actually implement voice acting in games. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more rigid structure around it. And so yeah, there's just, like standards now. Yeah. They, you just get a better performance out of people mm-hmm. these days. If you're following, you know, whatever the code is. And they hire di- like directors for these things now. 
Is I just like people who don't even speak English. Yeah. Directing English speaking actors yeah, to get, say things. Getting the cheapest ones they can, uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. Uh so yeah, it's good to to see that and and it does help Leon be realized as a character. And I think much more importantly than Leon, uh, it helps Ashley become an actual character. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Yeah, I don't even know like it's hard to Ashley in the original game. I think comes off like she's like a fourteen year old. Yeah, she comes off like way more like whiny and tropey, and yeah, just she's like, she seems more like a real person and is likable in this version. Yeah, uh, I described Ashley on our original episode as a backpack. Uh, <laughs> she just kind of hangs around and occasionally says or does something that might be useful, <laughs> but for the most part is kind of a non-factor in a lot of, like, the actual gameplay. Ashley in this game isn't, like, useful mm-hmm. in combat, so to speak. Like, that isn't really her, like, niche, but she comes off as a lot more of a part of it yeah, than she did in the original. And she, like, is more, like, realistic in her, like... Her, she it feels like she like understands the situation uh-huh. that she's in and behaves appropriately. Yeah, and isn't like whatever, uh-huh. like you know, like American teen stereotype. Yeah, now we can actually talk about Ashley as like a person instead of a gameplay element because she is more of an uh, of a character now than mm-hmm. she was before. It, it really is, and they they gave her I think some like special specific moments. That are supposed to drive home, like, we know that Ashley was kind of a maligned character in the original games. Not really by me. I never really considered her an annoyance, but I, I was so young when I played this game that mm-hmm. it would be hard for me to even think back to them. But, yeah. yeah, now they, I feel like they tried to push her more forward as, like, pay attention to this person. She's going to have thoughts and feelings. Yeah, they make you, like, want to, like, also save her right <laughs> as opposed to just being the objective on yeah. screen now yeah i remember in the original it being like because i knew like almost nothing about resident evil 4 like i knew what it was like you know i knew what it looked like etc but like i didn't know ashley was a thing you know like and when i got to her i was like oh god this is gonna be the rest of the game yeah um and yeah that pill is much easier to swallow or to like settle into when she isn't like annoying <laughs> i will say i don't know because like in this version i mean i knew what to expect but like i never was like oh man gotta do a stupid escort mission for the rest of the fucking game now right you know it's like much more smoothly integrated i think on all fronts yeah it just feels more like a real part of the game yeah you don't have to put her in a dumpster anymore yeah there's in fact i believe only one part of the game where you can stuff her in a locker Mm. like a big nerd uh and it's during the the fight with the chainsaw sisters the Mm. bella sisters i think is what they're called um and you should in that moment but otherwise like she you have to actually pay attention to what she's doing and where she is and and sort of play around her uh, which is good, even if you don't think so, because uh, it makes things more dynamic. Um, on the subject of Leon seeming more capable, mm-hmm. I think that we should talk about the changes to combat, mm-hmm. uh, because 
I think it's probably the most important update that they made. Sure. I would play Resident Evil 4 with the old graphics and this combat system and say it was an improvement. Like, <laughs> it does, the game looks good, yeah, sure, but, like, give me that knife parry. That's what I am here for. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they, they made some changes to the combat system to make it less static than it was in the original. Yeah, you're going to have to take the full reins on this because I didn't (laughs) notice any differences. Well, the biggest one is in the original game, when you wanted to shoot something, you had to plant both of your feet and could not move. Ah. And in the remake... See, I don't remember that. Yeah, (laughs) it was because I don't really know why they did it that way, but that's the way that it was. Uh, And in the remake, you can walk around while you're aiming... And you can shoot stuff on the go. Uh, it's a very mobile experience. They also added a parry to the game uh, with the knife, uh, which was not there before. They gave, in response to that, they also gave the knife durability, which means you have to manage it. And they all, you can use it for melee escapes, which you could not do in the original game. Uh, and then to compensate for all of this, they made the enemies a lot more aggressive and a lot less likely to just sort of like walk at you one at a time. Uh, which is how the original game sort of played out. But to me, I think the beauty of it is the marriage of the two systems comes in that enemy interaction because you still have the ability to, like, shoot people's legs out and have them fall over uh, or, like, shoot the weapons out of their hands or just go straight headshots all day long. Uh, And so it, it just... It feels like you have so much more choice and a lot more skill expression available to you in combat in the remake... Um, and the game is designed more around that. It's not like Leon now just stomps everybody because he can fucking walk around with a gun. Yeah, I didn't know if I was just misremembering, but I felt like the remake felt a lot harder than the original. Yeah, it really depends on, I think, a a lot of things. Experience levels one, Mm -hmm. but then I think a big one, a big difference between us is uh, I played on a mouse and keyboard, and you played on a controller. Right. And uh, just controller aiming is going to be harder than yeah. mouse and keyboard aiming. That's about the long and short of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like the aim assist felt really weird and took me a long time to like adjust to. Yeah. I'm notably, for our next main episode, we're doing Resident Evil 8, uh, which I'm playing on uh, the PlayStation. And uh, yeah, the auto aim in that game is weird, and they're on the same engine. So I right. have to imagine that it probably feels about similar. Yeah. I will report back on that on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like the enemies... It, it felt almost comical early on how many enemies were headbursters. Oh, yeah. Or whatever those are called. Uh, that's what I was calling them. Because uh, like, it felt like it happened every once in a while uh in the first in the original version of the game and i thought that was like a really effective for horror that it would only happen every once in a while so you would like dread it happening uh-huh. in this game it felt like a third of the enemies had their heads burst <laughs> and were had the big plagas things come out of it yeah uh so it was definitely harder but i felt like it made the game less tense yeah you were not wrong um i think i will i will debate slightly the Mm -hmm. smallest pushback imaginable on it making it less tense but also acknowledging the fact that this game just overall is less tense than most other survival horror games Mm -hmm. uh this is yeah the it, it does happen constantly though you're correct uh 
And I think it is literally just to compensate for the amount of uh, high-octane action you can get into mm-hmm. uh, in this game as compared to the original one. And I, I think they wanted to emphasize that. Like, there are even more combat options that I haven't really talked about at all, like the ability to, like, do stealth kills. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure there are new movement options that I'm just not thinking about uh, at, at the time. You have, like, a... I don't know. But regardless, yeah, the fact that, that a bunch of, of, of b- giant... Plagas monsters <laughs> jump out of people's skulls all the time is it does make the game harder and and it does undermine that thing that it originally did which was make you put your guard down and mm-hmm. then suddenly get fucked by it. Yeah, it feels like the mechanic in the original game where like certain zombies would get back up. Right. And uh you didn't know which ones it was going to be. It felt kind of like that. Yeah. In the original and there's actually even another new mechanic in this game in the form of the zombies that, like, writhe around and you have to stab in the neck so mm-hmm. that they don't get back up. Uh, that wasn't in the original either, and, and it is, is new in that. And also made me think of, in the original game, how if you didn't burn the bodies, the zombies could right. stand back up and, and go. Uh, yeah, I, I actually kind of... I remember what I forgot that oh, nice. I was going to say earlier. Uh, Have you remembered what you were going to say on the Legend I, of Zelda podcast? I actually think I did piece it together, <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to try and recall it right now and derail everything. Okay. But um, I, I I think because this game leans much more action-y, and as you were saying, like you have the cool things where like you can shoot out their legs or shoot their arms and make them drop stuff <laughs> and etc., uh, I wish they would have had the enemies that like wore helmets and bulletproof vests like a little bit earlier in the game than oh, just yeah. like the last third. Because then like because there are certain enemies that like you can dump a lot of bullets into if they're like wearing a helmet and a bulletproof vest and like shooting them in the arms and legs will kill them faster. Yeah, uh, I think that's really cool that you have to like realize that and like make decisions like there's certain ones you can shoot the helmet off right and then shoot them in the head but then there's the other ones that have like the riot welding mask things <laughs> the uh, thing that looks like it would be way less effective at stopping bullets yeah <laughs> but actually just totally prevents all headshot damage yeah. uh but yeah i thought that was cool but it only really is in like the last chunk of the game yeah yeah i i do like that the the fact that they were able to differentiate uh enemies a lot with a lot of different things but yeah it's it's very like backloaded yeah it, like it maximizes that ability to because like, i didn't find myself really doing anything but trying to shoot enemies in the head until the last bit of the game i yeah. say we're like holding a grenade or something <laughs> you can shoot it in their hand and it blows up that actually brings me back to um <laughs> something that occurred while i was playing that i think sort of caps off this like discussion a bit i think it's interesting to to think about the original game and how the fact that enemies had different hit zones on their different body parts and that that would do different things was such an innovation at the time it was something that made you feel like you had a lot more choice in combat uh and it wasn't just sort of like shoot a guy a million times move on to the next guy uh And this game, sort of, they don't advertise this, and I don't think it's a major feature, but they've introduced a few new things that are more only possible with uh, modern hardware and stuff. 
uh, that actually incorporate other parts of the environment into the game more, which I've really enjoyed. The one that, that caught me, there's a, a place that's called, at least in Resident Evil parlance, I don't know if it's ever specifically said in-game, as the Fish Farm, which is this mm. area with like some raised platforms and like knee-deep water. Mm-hmm. It's like early on oh, in the village. Okay, I think I remember that. Yeah. There's... So the part where you like you fall through some planks down into the water like were you going to get the gas for the boat oh yes yes okay that exactly uh so yeah there's that zone and i saw a guy holding a torch like jump down off of a ledge and as part of his falling animation he like bent his knees a bit to brace the impact and because of that, the torch he was holding went underwater, and it just went out. Nice. And I was like, this is the kind of thing that I would have, like, called all my friends about. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like, like, 20 a, years like immersive sim yeah, zone. Like, it's got that level of detail. Yeah. Uh, and this game has a ton of, like, examples of that. Just, like, small things that sort of, like, add together. And to me, it feels very much in the spirit of the original game. Uh, even though it is not directly related to the original game. So mm-hmm. I was really happy to see that. Yeah, one random thing I'm, I just thought about was, it's been talked about to death, but like the original, or the part in the beginning of the game with the village, where you go in and you just have to survive oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. until the bell tolls. I think that's kind of genius to put up front, because... And I, I don't know if I made this revelation when I played the first or the original game or not, but like, because I think it was true when I was playing through the original version and it was stood out to me this time uh, a lot is that it made me paranoid that other encounters would keep going on. Like, because mm-hmm. like, there'd be certain areas where like I would be like, do I just kind of hunker down? And try to kill everything so I can freely explore the area, or will zombies just keep on coming? Uh-huh. And I need to move on. And I was never sure. Yeah. And I think yeah, because the beginning has that section, uh, it puts that in the back of your head. And I think that's great. Yeah. And I think it makes the first like third of the game feel more like survival horror than the latter two thirds of the game. Yeah, especially given. Just the expansion in your abilities with the, all the weapons that you get. Like, it, it is difficult to sort of, like... Because you can choose to hunker down pretty much whenever you want to in uh, on the island. Yeah. You can just be like, I'll just chill. And I'll climb up this ladder. Yeah. And they just shoot stuff as it come, they come <laughs> up. They come down. And, if they end, they end. If they don't, I'll be here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll figure it out. Uh so yeah, that is that is true. There's there's a certain headspace you have to be in when you're playing these games, especially for the first time. Um, there's a couple of things yes. that I wanted to talk about. Uh, to more or less, that what I'm thinking about is just kind of like, sort of almost to close out, right? Like we we talked, we don't want to talk about the whole game mm-hmm. because we've already talked about Resident Evil Four. And as it turns out, so is everybody uh, else yes. on the planet. Uh, but just sort of talk about the remake and how it is different. Um, I want to say the one thing, potentially the real reason why I still like the original game more, uh, is that they are bastards. And they put crafting into my Resident uh. Evil 4 game, uh, which I am not <laughs> a fan of. 
I just don't like crafting, and it's the same crafting that is in the are the more modern RE engine games like mm-hmm. seven and eight have, where you can use your stuff to make bullets and shit. Uh, and so you can kind of tailor what you're using with it. Mm-hmm. I want to have more handgun bullets instead of shotgun bullets. I'll make those or whatever. Just make them drops. <laughs> why do I have to? Why is there an intermediary menu that I have to go to to pick up handgun bullets when you could have just dropped handgun bullets? Mm-hmm. The original game dynamically knew what guns you were using and what ammo you needed. And would actually dole out ammo based on, like, your current reserves. Yeah, I think this game still does that. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. But, like, the crafting does make it more... Like, you can influence it more yeah. by, like, what you craft. Which is true. And, like, I maybe that's a net positive for some people, mm-hmm. but it absolutely isn't for me. And I did not think that <laughs> adding crafting materials to this game was worth it at all. Yeah, I like the system... But I might just be uh, just used to it in modern games. Because uh, I don't know if I can make an argument for why it's actually super good <laughs> or anything. But, like, I don't think it, like... For me, I think I would have disliked if it, like, tilted the balance of power too much. Where it felt like I never was low on ammo. But that didn't happen for me. So, right. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I just... There's just, like, a basic part of my brain that, like likes to have tangible things to do with like stuff that i pick up sure yeah so i don't know i think it's like satisfying to craft things and like there's not too many crafting materials like the thing that i hate about a crafting system is when there's like a billion things you pick up Mm -hmm. and when you pick it up you're like i don't know what that is (laughs) i don't know what i can make with it so i think this has like a few enough it's like a simple enough system that i liked it yeah I, I think I I will give it a bit of credit because this is Resident Evil 4 and therefore it has the inventory Tetris mm. system uh, and picking up resources and large resources actually take up room in your inventory. Uh, and I like that, that sort of like uh, bit of tension of like, oh, do I need to just like make something right now or do I want to save this for later? Uh, and yeah, wait so, till I have do more gunpowder so I can make shotgun shells or exactly yeah. yeah, which I think is a good overall tension, but also, man, I just don't like crafting. <laughs> I don't like going into the menu for stuff because uh, I know the game is capable of figuring out what ammo would be <laughs> most interesting to give me at this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe just let you run out of shotgun shells and only give you rifle ammo, but you don't have that option. It's not like you suddenly have to do like a close quarters rifle combat mm-hmm. because you don't have any shells and the game's not giving it to you. Yeah, I did have one part towards the end where I had, what are they called? The ones where you had to use the scope to see their internal organs? Oh, the regenerators. Regenerators. Yeah. I had to just run away from one because I had no rifle ammo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I definitely also had that happen, but then I think I came back. <laughs> yeah, there was I had a, to kill them all. There was a blue medallion in that room that mm. I didn't get, and I was like, I'm not going back in there. It's so close to the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, I was fuck that shit. <laughs> but I wanted. I was mad that I missed that, but yeah. it was it's a memorable experience, I guess. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I I think the tension of running out of ammo is 
part of what makes survival horror an interesting yeah. genre. And it craft, I guess it feels like it makes sense in a survival horror that you have to like use everything you have intelligently. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I will say the, I, I'm less upset. I, I am debatably less upset <laughs> about the socketing system for treasures and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, Cause there was sort of an interesting push and pull with the original system where you would find items and gems that went together specifically, mm-hmm. but it was just like, so you had like a, a goblet that took three cat's eye gems. Mm-hmm. Those were just four unique items that you had to find and assemble if you wanted to sell it for the highest value. And now there's like this fucking chart that's like, well, if you do four of one color, that's worth <laughs> a little bit less than one of each color. And I, I, when I saw that chart, I was like, oh no, did Capcom ruin my game by putting this chart in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't, as it turns out. It's not that big of a deal. But I do generally not like the amount of extra time that I spent looking at treasures and gems and mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to make the most money off of it. Uh, because I do want to optimize, but I want that optimization to be at all entertaining mm-hmm. and this was not entertaining so uh, I'm, I'm just less upset about it because it comes up <laughs> less frequently mm-hmm. um, and I don't know that's really it also another bad thing about the inventory <laughs> system everything bad about this game happens <laughs> after you press pause essentially yeah. uh, and then when it's unpaused the game rules uh, I hate that there's an auto sort button go mm. fuck yourself <laughs> Go fuck yourself, put an auto sword <laughs> button. This is the original inventory Tetris game. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the defining features of the game. And you were just like, nah, don't worry about it. But we'll put them in a big line for you. Uh, does Resident Evil 7 have an auto sword? I don't remember. I do know that 8 does. I think it did. And I think I said this on the Resident Evil 7 episode. But like, I love the inventory Tetris idea in, like, a pure survival horror game, like uh-huh. the first three games. But I think when you go more action-y, the auto-sort makes sense to me. Because uh, I feel like if this was, like, a... It wasn't called Resident Evil, and it had been a new IP, <laughs> but it was exactly the same. Right. I don't think they'd put that in the game, like, the inventory sorting. True, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I get the rationale behind giving the auto-sort... So it's like, if you want to do it, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah. I did very intentionally and with much indignation not use it mm-hmm. for my whole playthrough. But I I personally resent that it is an option. <laughs> yeah. But I also do understand where you're coming from. Uh, but yeah, that's, I don't know, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. The original games didn't even have that. They just said, like, you can hold fucking four no, I thought you had to sort No, it was stuff. all just, like, uh, hard limits like, on is stuff. Resident Evil F- RE make, the remake of the original, doesn't have that? It has, like, an inventory system that I think is, like, four blocks, uh, and you can just, like, pick things. Okay. If I may be misremembering, yeah, you like, have, like, things the might take up more. Yeah. You should have, like, slots. Okay, that, I guess that's probably the case yeah it's been a while since yeah. i played the original but yeah the the whole like sorting system though i honestly i can't even remember if i don't think there's an attache case mechanic in seven either but i could be wrong i uh, think it has that but okay. i i might be just 
assume like, it feels like such an iconic thing at least to this game right like the briefcase that i just am assuming it's in all the games right. but i'm pretty sure seven has one well i know for a fact that eight does and it, yeah it uses a lot eight is like the we'll talk about this next yeah, like, week <laughs> in my head seven uses like the exact same system as this does as for remake yeah like i think you had a case I don't know if you could upgrade the size, but like I think you just had an auto sort button. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. Uh, but anyway, what? You... I never thought about not using the auto sort button. That's yeah, that's offensive. But uh -huh. you know, I can't believe you would come on air and say <laughs> something like that. So there's a part at towards the end of the game when you're carrying Ashley to the surgery room yeah. to get the Plagas taken out of her. And it's like flashing back or it's Leon's like having like visions as he's walking through and he's like carrying somebody like through water towards a light. And he's like, once you finally get to the surgery room, he's like, it has to be different this time. Mm -hmm. Is that referencing Resident Evil 2? Or like I didn't like in the moment I'm like are they doing like a meta thing where like this part is different than the original game or something? Because like I was like I don't know what's happening here. That would have been incredible. Uh, but I believe yes, that is a reference to Resident Evil. 2. Okay, that's yeah. like I because like that, I, when I thought about it later, I was like that's probably definitely what that was. Uh -huh. But in the moment, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, there are a few things in this game where they just like insist that you have played resident evil 2 yeah which i haven't <laughs> yeah so it does get very confusing at times i uh, don't blame you for that now yeah so yeah just a weird thought that i had that i wanted to just throw out there yeah i will say that i think just generally speaking if there is a, a character element in resident evil 4 that character probably has a lot more motivation generally for what they're doing mm -hmm. it's just leon's all weirdly <laughs> hark back to Resident Evil 2 despite the fact that they don't really give you a recap of what happened in this game. Mm -hmm. uh, so it does feel a bit weird. But like Krauser feels more natural here. Still pretty stupid but more believable I guess. Mm -hmm. Ada and everybody else just sort of like Luis get a little bit more characterization. Yeah, Luis feels natural but I always feel like Ada and Krauser feel shoved in there. Uh, yeah. Person. Like Ada less Krauser feels like a left field thing to me personally he is the weirdest character in the game like yeah. hey leon i'm your rival i'm just showing up <laughs> yeah and he's gonna throw a flashbang and then shoot you with yeah he's gonna kill rifle. louise and he's gonna kill louise what, what a, a bastard. bastard uh speaking of characters you want to talk about the merchant specifically what i everybody wants to know what do you think about the new merchant voice actor. Um, I think similarly to everything else, uh, I think it's like a pretty good update for a modern audience. Like it still has some character actor esque, like over the topness to it. Yeah. Uh, but much less than the original, obviously. Uh, so I mean, I think less fun overall, but like a good job, kind of like keeping the same idea in the game and making it feel less cartoony. Yeah. I I actually really like the new merchant. 
I agree I don't like him as much as the original merchant, but that's probably more nostalgia. I do hate that he no- doesn't say, what are you buying? <laughs> even one time. It is rude that yeah, they wouldn't like, do that. Yeah, like, everybody knows that. That's They paid homage to a lot of the classic lines from Resident Evil 4 in the achievement names. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is... Also offensive. Not as offensive as including an auto sword button for your the attache case. Mm-hmm. But there I think there is a an achievement called What Are You Buying mm-hmm. for doing something with the merchant. And it it, it does hurt that he never says it. But he yeah. has so much dialogue in this game compared to the other to, to the old merchant, mm-hmm. who's had like six lines grand total. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I don't know. I thought he was fun. Uh, as a as a new update, I I think they I am comfortable saying that they are very nearly equal. Yeah, like he as felt good NPCs. Yeah, he felt like just as memorable and everything and likable. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, and then yeah, I know I'm gonna have to cut out my 20 minute diatribe about the shooting gallery. Uh-huh. Uh Very important, <laughs> incredibly important part of the game. Uh, but it does lead into uh, one final point that I'll have, and uh-huh. then we can hit anything else if you want to, uh, which is the sound design in this game uh, is really good. All of the Resident Evil, like the RE Engine games, have had incredible sound design. Uh, not that the old games had bad sound design, but mm-hmm. they've just like really hit a very like almost ASMR sort of clicky sound uh, for all of the menus and. The music updates in this game, I think, are really good. Uh, the shooting gallery theme is incredible, also. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, just like, I, I feel like they updated everything really well to bring it into the modern uh, era. But that sound design is just like, it, I think is more appropriate to say has been good generally mm-hmm. in the Resident Evil series recently. But really stands out to me in this game because I'm always looking to pick apart like what the little differences are between it and the old one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like sound design is just one of those things that has a high industry standard now. Yeah. Like I feel like every AAA game has like incredible sound design anymore. But yeah, it it always stands out in horror games cuz it's one of the genres where it's most important. Um and also in like games with guns. Yes. Like it adds a lot to the gun feel whenever all the little clicks and stuff sound correct. Yeah. And it's just very representative and you can make mm, a gun. And all sound the gunshot sounds and stuff are all really important. Yeah, I'll note I mentioned this on the original one, but the rifle in the original game to me always felt very weak because mm. of the lack of like tactile feedback that you got from shooting it Mm. even though it was like literally the strongest weapon in the game if you upgraded its power Mm -hmm. uh and it they completely fixed that in this game all the rifles feel like you're shooting elephant guns now yeah uh it's insanity uh and yeah all the guns feel very good i haven't even mentioned and wouldn't if i didn't think about it right now Mm -hmm. that they changed the aiming system in this game to be the like you have if you stop and actually aim for a second, then you have pinpoint accuracy. But otherwise, there's a spread on your shot. Mm. Uh, whereas the original just had the laser sight on every gun. Yeah. Uh, so like they even made it like your aim is not as reliable as it yeah. was in the old games. Game singular, I guess. Games. It's an HD remake. Yeah, I thought it was really weird that they put the laser sight behind, like doing the little side quests. Yeah, it's a little strange, 
But it is so helpful once you have it. Oh, yeah. Um, Because, yeah, like, I was, like, I got, like, the first couple of, like, the merchant requests and was like, this is not at all the kind of game where I want to do side missions. Uh And just ignored it. And then you made a comment about it while I was playing. I was like, oh, yeah. How did I forget the little red laser sight from the original game? I should get that. Yeah. (laughs) I just hadn't noticed it was missing. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Having done some of the merchant quests, yeah, I to... did a couple of them after that. What What did you think about them? Eh, I mean, as I said, like I personally don't really care in this kind of game. Um, it's like you know, it's pretty linear. Yeah, uh, it's not like a game like that kind of stuff. I think makes more sense in a game with exploration. Um, but I mean, like. I'm a sucker for collectibles. Like, I liked shooting blue medallions. Right. You know, but, like, I don't know. It's like, oh, go shoot some rats. Like, I don't care, (laughs) uh, personally. Yeah, and you basically called it out for me, I think, perfectly. Like, I would say that I skew pretty negatively on it. I'm going to be negative about a lot of sort of, like, fiddly changes to my favorite game. It seems like something, though, that, like... It's just for people who want to, like, just play the game into the ground. Right. And it's completely optional. Yeah. I but, did all of them in my first playthrough mm. because, of course, I did. Uh, and you, and exactly that dichotomy. The best ones were the blue medallion ones because yeah. there was, like, a puzzle to them. And then the worst ones were shoot three rats. <laughs> the shoot rats one, I can't believe made it past quality testing because it's so tedious and boring to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why it's there. Do we have any thoughts that I will b- buy at a high price? <laughs> Uh, my thoughts that you will buy at a high price, uh, are, uh, I, I had, Resident Evil 4 is one of those games, um, I did not play as a kid, uh, I have no nostalgia for it, I like the game a lot, but it's not, like, special to me, Uh so, like, I don't really hold it up like other people do, I'd kind of say it's, like, something like The Last of Us, a game, like, I appreciate a lot, but it just doesn't have that for me like it does for some people um so like for me uh this remake it's it's like i had wanted to replay the game kind of there's several games we've done that i've only played one time like chrono triggers another one i would like to revisit um so i'd been wanting to and this remake was a good excuse to do it um and for me yeah like only played the game one time didn't notice a lot of the differences. Like, you were just saying a bunch of stuff you couldn't do in the original that I would have probably bet money you could do in the original. Yeah. So I think in that way, it's, like, a pretty great remake because it just feels the way you remember the first one feeling and kind of smooths things out and repackages them to make them, like, palatable to a modern audience or, like, up to, like, more modern standards. Um so, yeah, like, I think it's pretty great. Like, the RE team seems to just be really good at remakes. Because, um, yeah, as you said, the very, very beginning, like, Resident Evil 1 remake was held up as, like, the best remake ever made when it came out. Yeah. And st- would still probably be considered that by some people. Uh, so, yeah, I thought this was really good. It was fun to revisit. Um, and I, I appreciated all the updates that I noticed. Um, but yeah, I guess there are some things that felt a little weird, uh, that they were different. Um, 
but like for me, I don't really think anything came off particularly negative. Like I enjoy, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I don't know how to address this final thought to. Dear people who have played Resident Evil Four a whole bunch in the past, uh, I've heard people say that this is like the new benchmark for which remakes should be measured and i don't know i i am hesitant to make a statement that grand personally uh but this is an extremely good remake on the whole i think that as somebody who grew up with the original game and really likes it and was specifically looking out for the things that they changed the fact that i found so many of them and at the end of the day i had just as much fun playing this game as i did the original is saying something they changed a lot of stuff but in a way it also kind of feels like a a resident evil expansion pass where this is like a different quest to do in the same universe as resident evil 4 uh and it's interesting to me i think that a lot of the things that they changed they did do for the better um but a lot of it doesn't feel like changed so much as it does totally new. Uh, this is just a real good ass game. Uh, the shooting is really satisfying. The atmosphere is a lot darker and more horror toned than the original was, uh, because they cut back on some of that campiness. Uh, and the, a lot of just like the weird old game stuff that was always there in the original has been smoothed out as will I assume need to be smoothed out of this game 20 years from now. <laughs> so like <laughs> take that how you will. I think this is an incredible game to me. I don't feel like it unseats the original, um, but it does feel like extremely worthwhile. Uh, and if you're worried about it, uh, they did make the, uh, del lago fight less terrible but still terrible enough to really ring true for fans of the (laughs) the original game uh 10 out of 10 best game best remake of all time a new benchmark for Uh, remakes (laughs) it's a new benchmark for remakes uh thank you for listening to it's totally still no clip pocket length no clip pie this week what are we talking about next time uh next time for the our second theme a group of games in uh spooktember in july uh we're gonna be talking about ghost runner uh a first person platforming action game until that time until that time you can get a hold of us. All of our contact information is on our website at noclippodcast.com or on splattershot.pro. There you can find links to our Twitter account, our email address, uh, our YouTube channel, or you can listen to any of our old episodes, including ones that we did on Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 7, pretty soon Resident Evil 8. Uh-huh, don't listen to the Resident Evil 1 episode. And not Resident Evil 1. Come back at some point in the future for an epilogue on Resident Evil 1, potentially. 
Uh, you can listen to epilogues on Shadow of the Colossus to get in the mood for an epilogue on Resident Evil 1 that may or may not ever happen. I'd like to do it one day. Fair enough. To So yeah, you better get in the mood right now, everybody. <laughs> Just in case. Uh, fucking... Roundhouse kick that like button. <laughs> suplex that subscribe <laughs> button. Get down on the ground. <laughs> I am curious how much it's going to pick up, but we'll... I mean, we could check right now. Eh, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it.